Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about enhancing mental health support. Now this might be support that you give yourself for your own mental health or support for people that you work with in the workplace, leaders or even your family. Ahead of Mental Health Awareness Week, which runs from the 10th of May, I share why mental health is important, how it can impact you, why the theme of nature is so important this year, and some top tips and ideas for activities relating to the nature theme that you can do yourself with your family or in your workplace. Join me. So welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I help you increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and workplace trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, improve well-being and make the impact that you want in the world. Now, recently I've been working with organisations and individual leaders and managers to help them to be able to become more focused, less stressed and have a wider impact on both their personal well-being and that of their teams. A recent client said, Emma's training honed in on current issues perfectly and she was able to vocalise what the group were feeling and pinpoint the underlying causes and issues while offering very attainable and actionable solutions. The feedback has been fantastic. The team is working much more confidently and dealing with difficult situations whilst also being better able to focus on the work. I would highly recommend Emma to any business looking to improve staff well-being and productivity. Isn't that wonderful? That's the sort of thing I love to deliver. So if you want to talk about how I can help your organisation, your teams, your leaders, or you as an individual, get in touch with me, Emma, at emmalankton.com. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter. Again, link in the show notes and information on my website at emmalankton.com. The newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics, the latest reports and the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly so you can guarantee that I won't be spamming you. And finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review. Let me know your key thoughts and your takeaways and what you value most from the podcast. If you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. So this week I'm talking to you about enhancing mental health support. Now this isn't just for you as an individual, but it might be about the support that you want to put in for your teams or that leaders in the organisation want to enhance as well. Why are we talking about uh, mental health? Well, the 10th to the 16th of May 21 is Mental Health Awareness Week and the theme for 2021 is about nature. We've 
Throughout all of lockdown, we have been, well, about the only thing that we were allowed to do, really, wasn't it, was um, go for a daily walk. Um, and it's nature is central to our psychological and emotional health. Okay, so we need to be connected with nature. Let's face it, you know, we used to live in tribes. We, you know, lived in with nature in and around and among us. It's part of our wiring that helps us to be ourselves, to be calm, to be in control um, and to, you know, just feel really, really comfortable. We look at nature's ability at times to bring calm and comfort at times of stress or at difficulty and there are studies now that show that being in nature is not just about how it helps us feel but it's also about how we react and we respond when we're in nature the thing is that we begin to notice more when we begin to unplug and we switch off and we notice our surroundings and it's really calming And it's really relaxing for us. You know, when the biggest part of my business, when I started it 10 years ago, in order to fit in with my work around the kids, the biggest part of my business was um, hypnotherapy. It's still for, for, for kind of stress, anxiety and mental health issues. And because I was working with individuals, I was doing coaching, but hypnotherapy was hugely popular and something I still love to dip into. It's a tool that I use. But one of the things that I used to do an awful lot of when I was guiding somebody into hypnosis, I used to take them, say, on a little woodland walk and I used to talk to them about noticing the different things with all of your senses. So, you know, I might have been talking about noticing um, the colour of the sky and maybe there were fluffy clouds there. Um, Noticing the different rays of sunlight coming through the trees. Feeling, imagining feeling the texture of the bark on the trees or hearing the sounds of leaves crackling or twigs crunching underfoot, depending what sort of path that they were walking on, looking at the colours of different flowers, looking at shapes, looking at textures. And I would guide people through all of this and honestly, I could visibly see them relax. And because this is done in hypnosis, because it's proven to be really helpful in bringing down those stressful feelings and creating relaxation. And, you know, even like my mum and my auntie were, didn't have massive houses, didn't have massive gardens. But, you know, when they were feeling a bit down or a bit glum, they would go off in the garden and just potter. Pottering around, doing a bit of deadheading, doing a bit of weeding, looking at the flowers, the differences in the different bits of growth. Because you can see it from one day to the next. And just taking some joy in the things that were there in their garden, even if it was just stuff that were growing in pots and things like that. We've forgotten to do that because what we do is we plug in and we switch on. And so when we're plugging in and switching on, we're doing distraction. When we spend time in nature, we're creating soothing, calming chemicals that are going to enhance our mental health. 
what is mental health <laughs> really is actually what some people ask me and this includes you see our emotional our psychological and our social well-being and it affects how we think how we feel and how we act and then that in turn has a knock-on effect with how we handle stress how we relate to others the choices that we make You know, over the course of your life, you'll experience different mental health problems about perhaps your thinking or your mood or your behavior, okay? So if you go through a regular human cycle, you know, we've got the, um, you know, baby getting their needs attended when they cry and they're, they're wet and they're being fed and they're being attended to. Then you've got terrible twos, you know, and tantrums because... Um, you know, mood, learning, thinking and behaviour is affected by them learning boundaries and different things like that, you know, and then we've got other areas of development and learning and brain chemistry that's going on. Then we have teenage years where there's also other hormonal things, there's some stresses, there's some pressures, there's peer pressure, there's, there's schooling that affects their brain chemistry and life experiences and how they respond to things and then all of that comes through into our adult lives so it all has a impact in one way or another and it can fluctuate stress fluctuates mental health fluctuates and it doesn't mean that if you've had a mental health issue that it's there forever okay if you're not sure if someone you know is living with a mental health problem, then there are some warning signs, there are some indicators, you know, and I go through these with people when I look at my mental health awareness workshops for organisations, and that's possibly for employees. And then there's a separate one that I, when I talk to managers so they can spot the warning signs, they can learn to have the conversations with people early on so you catch things before they get out of hand. And that people can confidently signpost to wherever there is help appropriately within the organisation or externally. Why do we want good mental health, you might be asking. (laughs) Well, apart from the fact that it makes us feel better. But, you know, in in a life and work environment, it helps people to cope with the stresses of life. It helps people to work productively. So then you're not working longer and finding things really hard and difficult and then basically getting even more stressed and and shattered around that. And it means that people kind of have meaningful contributions to the workplace, to their life, to their friends, to their family. Okay. I've been sharing with different organisations some of the ways that they can really effectively be able to do some nature type activities and and sort of challenges for their organisations but also then it occurred to me that actually this is really relevant to listeners here on the podcast as individuals too. So if we run through some of those things that you can be doing, and of course it's not just for Mental Health Awareness Week, it can be ideas of things that you can put into your day and to your week. Because looking at nature 
is as good as spending time in it as well. So you'll hear that some of these things are not about, you don't have to do a trip out into the countryside every single time. As I said, my mum and my auntie, they just spent time in the garden. Even if you don't have a garden, there are things that you can do if you listen in. We want to really encourage you and other people to be able to pay attention, as I've already said, on your daily walks or on the time that you're spending in your garden if you have one. You might want to, say, have your team or just, you know, set up with your friends that you share pictures from your daily walks, you know, Because sharing pictures creates that interest. Again, it's about noticing, it's about looking at things and seeing what there is around you rather than just plugging in and switching off and avoiding. Maybe you can do different themes for each day. If you want any of this information um, or the, I've kind of got a one-page sheet as well of these ideas, again, get in touch with me, Emma at emmalangton.com. But you can do a different theme for each day or just be really casual across the week. But, you know, maybe you want um, scenic pictures and then maybe you want different pictures of birds or then plants and flowers and then trees and the different tree shapes and, you know, what's got leaves and what's coming and where there's new buds. And so there's, do you see what I mean? There's, I'm getting really into this now, aren't I? (laughs) There's loads of stuff that you can pay attention to. It might be that there's, you know, early morning interesting detail like the the dew on the grass or or when you can see cobwebs forming or raindrops on leaves or, you know, birds' nests and uh, all sorts of stuff. You get the gist. Once you start thinking about it, you can often come up with more ideas. Once you start noticing things, you often then notice more, okay? For some organisations, I'm actually suggesting like creating like a little bingo card for people to use um, and go through when you're spotting things out on walks. And there might be a variety of ideas here as well from relevant to what I've just said about sharing pictures, but it might be kind of, you know, garden bird spotting or spring flowers or different trees or even... You know, if you're doing this with your kids, it can even be things like street furniture, such as a lamppost or a post box or, you know, a 20 mile an hour sign or anything like that, because it's still noticing what's around you and paying attention. Okay. Postcards. Send a postcard of a scenic image to people, you know, maybe add it on and send a complimentary or inspiring or grateful message. You know, if you're doing it in the workplace, have colleagues choose one person a day. There's much less post coming through our post box. So nice, you know, in, um, inspiring things like this that are a little surprise and they boost the feel-good chemicals and they can have a big, big impact on people. One of the other things that you could do is maybe, um, you know, print out um, a picture or a postcard and colour it in. There's lots of uh, stuff at the moment in there about mindful colouring because, again, you're unplugging and you're switching off and it's got that mindfulness, but it's not that kind of sit and do nothing that a lot of people struggle with. Um, But you are, again, paying attention to detail. You're um, kind of, you know, losing yourself in in the colour and the detail of it. If this is a nature scene, you know, flowers, fields, trees and things like that. Again, as I said, the 
looking at nature is just as good as spending time in nature. So you're getting that double whammy of doing the mindful colouring, the nature thing, and then send it to someone. Oh, you're getting all the wins. <laughs> right. Do maybe a little growth challenge. So you can do it within your family. We've got this going on. Um, you could do it with your kids. Uh, you could do it in the workplace that you can do sunflowers or other seeds and have a bit of a growing competition who's got the biggest sunflower and it also keeps this nature theme going for the long term as well so that's often a really really good one to get engagement have a little look if you're struggling with other things look at the five ways to well-being Use the themes of the five ways to well-being as a focus across the week, perhaps, or even really across the month. You know, perhaps have one activity for the day or the week or create a challenge or a focus on it. Here's some really brief activities, but obviously, you know, you can think of the different ones. So under the five ways to well-being, you've got connect, be active, take notice, learn and give. You might then have noticed that some of the things that I'm talking about, you know, dance around some of those themes as well. But if you're thinking about connect, who can they walk with or call or connect with? You know, maybe you're doing like walk and talk catch-ups and different things like that. If you're doing be active, then maybe it's a step challenge or dancing or running or yoga or something on the uh, activity thing that you're tracking and engaging in. Obviously, I've been talking about take notice, that scenery, surroundings, you know, it might be flavours, it might be textures, as I've mentioned, all the way through today's podcast. Learn. Learning a new skill. It might be a task at work, or it might be about learning a new recipe or a new thing to do. It might be about just learning how to plant those seeds. Um or anything else. Because learning gives us that interest. We unplug and we, you know, get feel good. We get a sense of achievement and that's all really good for us. And it gives us that can do type of attitude. And then the last one is give. So I've talked about sending postcards, you know, give a compliment, send a gift, you know, give somebody some time or something like that. And then, of course, the other one, as I've said already, is about doing walk and talk. Maybe you arrange a walk and talk catch up with your friend or maybe it's one to one stuff, coaching, mentoring. As I said in the last episode, you know, maybe it is about saying to somebody, you know, can we have um, this catch up on a call rather than on Zoom so that we can walk and talk with this? So I really hope that those uh, that information and those ideas inspire you for some of the things that you want to do with Mental Health Awareness Week, which starts next week on the 10th of May. And you don't just have to do that week. Of course, you can do any week, any day you feel like. Every day even would be marvellous. As ever, if you've got any questions, if you want to talk to me about coming into your organisation, if you want to talk to me about individual coaching, please get in touch with me, Emma at emmalankton.com. Otherwise, please do like, subscribe and leave a review. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.